0: Welcome to the fourth episode of the Militant Grind Show. Today, I have an honorable guest, motivational speaker, author, survivor, and somebody that came from the bottom and that rose to the top. I have here William King Hollis.
1: Yes, man. Thank you so much for having me on the show, man. It's an honor um, to be on a show that, that truly represents black excellence, man. I love doing these podcast. That's the reason why uh I, I was excited to reach out and get on this show, man, because uh, you know, I've been blessed to make a lot of podcasts, go viral, do a lot of great things. But I was like, man, this is all about getting on my brother's podcast and, and, and giving all this 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 you know knowledge, trauma, lessons. To our people in our community, man. So thank you for what you do, man. It's an honor to be on the show,
0: man. I I really appreciate that gratitude, brother. For I real, I seriously honor, man. honor. <laughs> yes, I know it just takes a lot of a lot for us to be here with each other. You know, Absolutely. we could be anywhere in the world, but we right here, right now, hundred percent. Right. So first, I want to get into, um, you know, you you have a quote that's saying the best gifts come from the bottom, mm-hmm. right? So. What is the bottom for you and what have you dealt with in your life that you consider the bottom?
1: I think the bottom um, is being at a point where you're basically numb Mm -hmm. and you got to imagine a feeling to keep going. And, and, And where I started at was a place of You know, pain, trauma, um, a lot of violence, a lot of bloodshed, a lot of drug overdoses, Mm -hmm. just a a, a plethora of chaos. And I looked at myself as a dark sheep. I looked at myself as a person uh, that was a gift at the bottom. Um, But in order to show that gift, I had to. Uh, 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 go through all that pain and and, and run that marathon, as Nip said, you know, to get to the top of those stairs and show the world how special my gift was. Mm -hmm. And really realizing that, King, you know, it ain't really up to nobody to believe in you. Um, It's really up to you to believe in yourself so much that it gives the world an example to do the same thing.
0: Right, and well, let's, let's, let's go and like harp more on that. Because you come from a family you know, from my research, mm-hmm. the people that didn't have almost, like, anything good to offer you mm-hmm. to make you excel in life at all. Like, I, you grew up probably with somebody that you never wanted to be like. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So it's like, how did you go from, because I think uh, in one interview I watched, you say your great-grandmother uh, sold drugs and passed yep. it on to your grandmother. Yep, so. Then your mother started selling drugs at 14, had you at 16. Yes, sir. And it's just like, wow, like. What are you what can you get from that to,
1: you know, push you on? And I, I don't see anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, I, it's like. I think I think honestly, man, I really I, I never really looked at myself as, you know, more special or more stronger than nobody. Mm-hmm. I really believe just like when when you were a kid, everybody got that story as a kid when that dog broke loose and chased them. You will run faster. Right. Uh, to get away from that dog faster than you ever mm-hmm. <laughs> ran before and jump higher right. than you ever jumped before. And I believe that's where my life was. You know, King, Like I really believe even if you was in that situation, if you got no other choice but to keep fighting and survive, King, you going to keep fighting and surviving. Right. you're gonna keep persevering it's mm-hmm. like the human nature it's just like when guys come from college to the NFL they got the talent they got all that stuff but they got to just get used to the speed of the game right you know what I mean and, and when you in that chaos you will get used to the speed of the chaos you will you almost adopt that gladiator spirit like whatever comes mm-hmm. but the beautiful thing that i I think I love for is that in the midst of chaos and in the midst of pain and when I had every reason reason to hate the world, God kept love in my heart. Right. You know, He kept me trapped. I was trapped in the trenches, but I had love in my heart. You know, a lot of people, a lot of us, we'd be tra- stuck in the trenches, and that hate become a part of our DNA. Right. You know, that anger become a part of our DNA. The, that that broken child mm-hmm. becomes a part of our DNA. And when I talk about the broken child, you know, a lot of us got traumatic situations we went through in our life, King. And when we went through that traumatic situation, we lost our father, our mother, our best friend, we stopped growing right. as a man, but we continued to age. But our mentality is not of a man. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It stayed at that stunning growth where the pain happened. Right. So it's almost like the, 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 the when I was at the bottom, it was almost like playing a game of Operation King you know just trying to remove all the evil and all the bad things that i seen from my grandma selling heroin and crack and my my mother selling crack to my mother using heroin and being molested by our father and uh, using heroin to cover the pain and, and ultimately end up passing a heroin overdose so you know a lot of us we go through life you know without that we we we're that patient of operation with all those bones and all those broken pieces yeah. inside of us but we never go to get out, get them out of us. We, 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 we. The, the scab, the heal. Your body heals with the wounds and the, and the toxins and, and the, and the generational, uh, uh traumas all left inside of you. Right. And um, it's
0: actually you, passing out through our DNA yeah, too. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So you know, but some of us we got to remove that by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I was able to continue to move, just like people remove bullets out their body. You, I was able to remove a lot of that stuff from my body.
0: Um, And what what methods did you use to do that?
1: Uh, The method of my life is on the line. You get what I'm saying? I realized as a young black man, nobody going to come save me. Mm -hmm. Nobody is going to come save me. And I got to realize if I don't get control of my emotions, I can never really be truly a man. Right. Because half of the men and half of the most incarcerated men in America is is in penitentiary because a split second of emotions. Mm-hmm. And um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, if you never uh, master your emotions, you you can never really, truly be a man. And um, I believe that. And, you know, I learned a lot about emotions. Emotions is a powerful, powerful, powerful word. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and when you talk about emotions, you look at individuals, and I can tell individuals who are going to trade on me when they're too emotional. Mm-hmm. Well for men, you can tell a woman that's going to cheat on you when they're too emotional. Right. Um uh you can you can watch things, you can watch business partners that's gonna switch up on you in the in the future, um, when they're too emotional. Mm-hmm. And I live by this rule, King, it's 95% fake individuals in this world and five percent real. What's your chances of finding that five percent? It's like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. So most people are whatever they are until proven innocent. So, you know. With me, I lead with respect, and what I'm looking for is a real rounded king that has control of his heart, mind, and soul, and emotions, because I tell everybody, when you go to the army, they give you tests to check your brain, to check if you're prepared to go to war, mm-hmm. and when I'm looking for my business partners or my brothers to do anything with, you know, I ain't have to know you for that long or nothing. I just need to know that you equipped and, and, and mentally prepared to go through trial and tribulations and continue to operate at your highest level. Right. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Yes. Yeah, so also I want to go into uh self love,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is something that, you know, you found at such a young age to even tell yourself to fight mm-hmm. and to survive. You know, and a lot of us lack self love. So where did that come from for you?
1: Um, you know, honestly, King. It came from a black woman, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, A black woman, you know, showed me, you know, the power of loving yourself, you know, the power of uh, appreciating the air you breathe, Um, you know, appreciating your fingers, your hands, your toes, um, appreciating your life. And and there was a woman by the name of, you know, Queen of Four. Um, Mm -hmm. I studied her uh I, 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 I did a lot of research on her and um you know she was something um that uh really inspired me to truly love myself in the melanin that I have um love the skin I am also people like Marcus Garvey
2: mm-hmm.
1: um you know who stood firm in the face of adversity
3: right
1: and uh you had to love yourself uh to walk around you know coming through New York with military soldiers and uniforms and you know, feeling like a king, loving who you are, the essence of who you are. And right. I, I think it's not so much of you loving yourself, it's loving your people. Because mm-hmm. by loving your people, my brother, you love yourself, Right? you know what I mean? Right. So loving who I am, loving my history, loving my ancestors, loving everything about who I am and where I come from. Makes me love myself because I think about all those great men um, and great women that 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 led the way for us to be in the level of freedom and happiness that we are in. Right. Um, that's why you know you look at America today, you see all this chaos going around, um, and black people, you know us, uh, African American people, we we smile it. We've been in the projects, we right. we've been in recessions. You know, we've right. been we've been in those situations. So it's shocking the world. It's not shocking us. Um, that's why I believe right now, uh, in the world, for you know, for our brothers and sisters in general, um, it's truly a time to rise and be so amazing and remarkable, king. Right. Like it's really time. It is really time. And it ain't, it's no, it's not no if ands, or buts about it. It's time um uh for the black man to truly stand up and walk like a king. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's been a long time coming, man. You remind me of a, a, a quote that you said, you know, do something you love that's easy to you, but amazing <laughs> to the world. Yes, yeah, sir. Man, that like, that hit me because it's like trying to find yourself in society as a black man with limited opportunities mm-hmm. is pretty tough. So it's like doing what we love may not get us paid because we don't see anyone else doing that, you know?
1: And this is the thing, King. The man, The man is never going to understand our gifts. They will only learn to use them. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is, King, the thing that you do the easiest is the number one thing that will change your life. The only distinctive difference is, is that you don't continue the journey. You stop. In right. the middle of the journey. And the reason why you stop in the middle of the journey is because you realize your whole life you've been going the wrong way. But that, what they say about a GPS system, King, in order to get to your final destination, you got to put in your current destination. Right. So these people got to go all the way back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. They got to start all the way back at the beginning and start over again. Mm-hmm. But do it the right way. But these are the people that give up. Because they don't have the fight to go back and start at the beginning, right and do it right, right. so what I do is I in I, my whole career, I started at the beginning. I started in the shelter making speeches on the iPhone and voice memo mm-hmm. you know, and I, I tell people that a quote that Les Brown told me, "The kingdom is voice activated." And I tell everybody, man, like I, my first major speech uh, was in Milan, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of work so strong. And, you know, broke, he broke stage fright my first, first major event. He said, cause you got lives, you got work to do.
3: Right.
1: And when I spoke, King, and I saw the eyes, and I saw the energy, and I saw the spirits of these people start to rise up in front of my eyes when I spoke, knowing that I was a special education student, could not read till I was 16, and these doctors and these lawyers is being inspired. bro. Right. You know? And that's when I realized, like, the reason why most people don't reach their full potential is because of the things that they believe they need. Mm-hmm. And everything they need is inside of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything you need is inside of you. That thing that Keeps you up at night, that thing that you think about, the thing that you cry about because you haven't made it there yet. Right. That's the thing you got to go after. You know, all dreams are attainable, but it take pain. Mm-hmm.
2: You're going
1: to have to lay down and bleed a while, you feel me, to yeah. really get up and see how great you really are. And it's a test. It's a test of greatness. Right. Everybody think you can create this social media greatness. It don't. It don't hold no weight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Greatness is when you in the ground ten years, and ten years later, people still talking about you. Right. People still mentioning the speeches that you created,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or the podcasts you created. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, 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 I really got a mentality, King, that I don't want to play life. I want to change life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You feel me? Yeah. I want to change, and it is a difference. It's just like you switch it. I don't want to play the game. I want to change the game. Right. My mind has always been, what can I do to bring something to the world nobody has seen before?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. All greats had this mentality. Mm -hmm. The common man and common woman are carbon copies. Right. They like to copy and paste. But the innovators, they like to go places where nobody ever been, bro.
0: That's me for sure. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you a thousand percent with that, man. Because I've had issues personally trying to fit in with the carbon copies, uh-huh. knowing that I'm not it. <laughs> you know, and then I learned that, you know, this road is very lonely. Yeah, Nobody's gonna understand you. Some people are yeah. gonna think you crazy. Your wife, your girlfriend, your parents, everybody. You know, you got to go against everyone, and just it's just you and God. No, sir. You know, because how dare somebody who grew up the way you grew up trying to motivate people, you know, like how, like, what do you have to say? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like that negative self-belief could have been in your head and, you know, it definitely wasn't mine a while until I broke free. It was like, you know what? Nah, I know who I am and I know how how I'm going to operate. You know?
1: I tell everybody I couldn't afford the psychiatrist. So I made the world my psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. So when I was speaking, I was talking to myself. bro. Yeah. And the world just happened to hear it. Mm-hmm. That's why it was real. That's why they felt it. Right. Because I wasn't talking to them from a standpoint of a speaker looking down upon you, telling you what you need to do. I'm telling you, I'm fighting with you.
3: Right.
1: I'm telling you, I'm fighting that mental health with you, brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm telling you, I'm fighting for my dream with you, brother. I'm fighting for that beautiful, beautiful home at the time with you, brother. I'm fighting for that beautiful family with you, sis. I'm fighting for the same thing you're fighting for. Yeah. That's why Nipsey was so special. Because he showed his entire process yeah. to the world. Yeah. He made his life an autobiography book that you could read
3: mm-hmm. every
1: single day. And when you watch his life, every new thing he did was like a bigger and better chapter. Right. And that's why I looked at, that's why I learned to look at life like I'm writing a book.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: writing a book. But many people. Begin to write this book, bro, but they never finished, bro. All right. They never finished the book. And you have lived a fulfilled, beautiful life when you finish your book, bro. Mm-hmm. When you could really sit down at that desk, when you old, wrinkled, a little tired. All right. And say, I gave this world everything in my body.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely don't want to go out with some regrets. That's for sure. It's a fact. (laughs) You definitely don't want to do that. Wow. So I also wanted to talk about the power of belief. And, (laughs) you know, we're both black men in America. So there's not much that we could possibly believe in to help ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I did hear something that you said that kind of got to me. And it was just like, I've seen Les Brown. Mm -hmm. And Les Brown is one of my favorites too. Like I, I was on him for like a year straight every day, you know? And you seen somebody that looked like you doing exactly what you want to do. Did that help out your power of belief and like, you know, push you on?
1: It was a huge belief because I didn't have to reach out to Les Brown. He reached out to me. Mm. It was, that. that's how, that goes back to what I tell you about with God, you know, God call you, man. When you call, like the army say, if you were chosen, Many are called, yep. you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. and 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 he's sitting in the hospital getting the blood transfusion, and he's playing my speech the journey, mm. and he hits me up and says, "William, um, you know, I was listening to your speech, man, you made me believe that you're right. I did not come this far, totally come this far, and he he's repeating all the words and you know, I'm saying in my speech, and I was like, this is." Right.
0: Well, I would have been blown. He away, flew. Bro. Then he yeah. flew into
1: Atlanta. Did a video with me. We done doc. I got a documentary on YouTube with him. And we just just ate with him on this past Thanksgiving. He with him. there every other Thanksgiving. What? And I get to. I get, yeah, that's like my spiritual pops, man. He told me from the first day he met me. He said, "You the next one." And ain't nobody can't nobody stop it.
0: That's powerful. Yeah, and it's happening.
1: I'm I'm, I'm watching it. Super Bowl commercials, Under Armour commercials. I ain't, I ain't had no management. I ain't had no. PRs ain't had none of that. God been all that. Mm-hmm. So for me to do Stephen Curry commercials and Super Bowl commercials independently, bro, that's a, it's a, it's nobody but God. And Les us it. He called it a long time ago.
0: Bro. Yeah, and also you saying true and authentic.
1: Yeah, man. You know, I don't, I don't really want to be like none of them. You know, I respect all the speakers, the Ickys, that the the, the the um, you know, the Eric Thomases, all those guys, is those guys. But you know, I just feel like I'm like the Tupac of motivation, bro. I, I'm 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 for I'm for the. I'm from the kid that 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 literally don't even know what the hell motivation is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm for the kid that when I speak to him, he don't even know what he's feeling.
3: Right. You
1: feel me? Because he probably just 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 got out of shootout. You know, just just dropped a body or, or or just did something crazy. I speak to the trenches, bro. I speak to the roses underneath the concrete, bro. I mm-hmm. make them grow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and every time I go in the room and I speak, you know, and and, and I think I'm I'm very very um, what, what's that word? Um, I can't get that word. I am, uh, underrated.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm extremely underrated. My message is, is, is so, my message is the power that really could uplift the black mind and the black spirit and the black soul. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I noticed that all the top podcasts, I got, I do all the numbers, I got all the... Celebrities, Cam Newton working out to my my my, my work, my uh, speeches, and, and and all kinds of celebrities, boxers, Terrence Crawfords, all these guys,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you name it, have worked out and listened to my work. But because I'm not being a clown, mm.
2: uh,
1: you you don't get all those opportunities to spread that message to to the masses,
3: right?
1: How you really really want to, I, and and I and it sounds crazy when I say that because I'm over 900 million views on YouTube, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, my heart and my spirit is in these neighborhoods and these cracks throughout these communities throughout America, these projects they call it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's so sad, bro, because I, I realized, you know, what, you know, the Malcolm X's, the Martin Luther King, all those guys went through,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know? You gotta fight through ignorance, you gotta love on people. That have no interest of supporting the uplifting of your people, mm-hmm. but they are your people. All right. Um, and you gotta, you gotta, uh, just gotta deal with a lot of a lot of individuals that's not going in the same direction, and you gotta weed them out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in this journey of of, of being a, 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 a what they call a revolutionary type mm-hmm. of mind, mm-hmm. um, you get tired. Right. You know, you get tired, you realize, like, man, like, dog, like, I might as well just keep speaking, you know, to the masses and forget about the trenches, you know? Right. But God always whispers to me, bro, he be like, Will, when I started you off, son, sudden, this was your calling, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And one day I was setting up in, 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 in my my hotel room one day, and I was thinking, King, I was like, man. What if God gave me this gift, just to spread the word, and never get any attention?
0: Well, honestly, bro, mm-hmm. I, I do feel like we don't we don't know who's watching. You know, like you, who would have known that Les Brown was watching your show? And that, that's you amazing. know what I mean? Like we don't know. That's amazing. Like my brother, he works in a barber shop. Well, he owns a barbershop, shop, mm-hmm. and he works in it. And I put up some videos of me working out, and I thought it was whatever. And he's, and then I seen him uh, like a week or two after, and he's like, "Man, you like the talk of the town. Everybody <laughs> talking about you, and you know, blah blah blah." And it's just like, wow. As long as you keep going, you know, you don't give up on yourself, yeah. things are gonna unfold.
1: And I got, I got the attention. I, I'm, I'm saying far as like, you know, when I mean when I talk about attention, I mean like more attention to the black community. Mm-hmm. more 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 um initiative to allow individuals to have knowledge to uplift the community rather than to come on there and tell you about how to make a rap song right you want to change the mindset of a youth, but you bring a person in that talks about murdering his brothers and sisters every day and you think this is gonna inspire the student i uh, you you what I'm saying is you. You have to give our people a fighting chance because I don't care what none of our people say, bro. I care what none of our people say. Our race and our people is at one of the worst states I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And you think mm-hmm. that we okay. Right. Our women have lost all respect for self, bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Our king. Are more emotional than the woman. Yeah. Plays a lot into the food, Mm -hmm. the government thing. But what I'm saying is, everybody wants to be a clown. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a king. A clown wants attention, a king wants respect.
0: Right. It's crazy.
1: Respect. That's what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, clowns are more rewarded. You know, it's easy to be a clown. I mm-hmm. actually talked with the uh, the engineer of this show, and he's like, you know, I like your show, but you're not going to go as viral as other shows because of your content. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if I had a woman on here bickering about black men and me and her going back and forth, who knows? I might blow up. Mm-hmm. You know, but then it's just like, whatever. I'm I'm not with that at all. That's not how I was raised. No, that's, that's, about.
1: that's, that's clown work.
0: Yeah, so it's like I don't care how many people watch it. You know, my kids, my grandkids are gonna watch it one day. They're gonna see their father talking about something with substance. Absolutely. You know, and like, who knows who's gonna see it? You That's know, a fact, King. yeah, we don't know. That's a fact. But man, it's yeah. So another thing, right? Yeah. I want to ask you because you were actually like knee deep in what someone would call like the drug game and the drug. Well, not that you participated yeah. in it, but you were just yeah. around it. Yeah. How do you feel about you know current rappers and celebrities? glorifying the drugs and selling drugs and drug use and things like that.
1: I believe that they're slaves. Mm -hmm. I believe they're like the slaves back in the day that the master said that if you do a little of this or snitch on this, or if you hear anything about them wanting to run away, I'm gonna give you a big meal. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna take care of you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you a better job, a better position. And all it is is a whole bunch of young black project babies trying to make a way and trying to get the little crumbs that they giving them. Right. So in return, they say, that man say, hey boy, go in there and tell your whole community to kill each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I give you $500,000 and that little pro black boy said, guess what, I'ma I'm a sacrifice all these people for my $500 just like they did uh, at them docks when they gave our people away. Mm-hmm. Negotiation. Right. This shit don't change, man. It's the same thing. They stuck in the matrix mm-hmm. and they sell their soul. Right. That's why you can see a person with millions of dollars and you look at him like, why he don't look happy? In none of his pictures.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why this person don't look happy? In none of his pictures. Right. Got all that money mm-hmm. because that man know he going to hell. So, if you knew you was going to hell, would you be out here pushing joy? Nah. Your ass going to push hell to the end. Right Because you know where you're going all you right you know you're going to hell. I'm trying to make friends with the devil mm-hmm. You feel me I'm trying I'm, I, 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 I'm going to hell. I'm sending my people I'm sending my people's mind down the gutter I'm going to hell. Yeah you listen to me rapper, you going to hell mm-hmm. Enjoy the crumbs now right they give you money so when you get to hell. You burn faster, boy. It's paper. <laughs> right. That shit gonna help you burn. Yeah. That's the number one problem with our community is hip-hop. Mm-hmm. That's not even hip-hop, that's death hop. Mm-hmm. You destroying our whole generation. The sexy red, disgusting, a broken young queen mm-hmm. that probably was molested and taken advantage of and believed that everything she talks about is the right thing.
3: Right,
1: because nobody is a king or queen enough to go up and tell that young queen that she's bigger and better than what she was. But they should have told her that before. Yeah, because that girl probably was homeless. That girl probably was uh, having to have sex or have somewhere to stay, or 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 or, 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 or having sex just to get a couple dollars. Mm-hmm. And now you got all these queens out here who no longer want to be lawyers, uh, doctors um nurses. They want to be rappers and strippers and video vixens.
0: And have an OnlyFans account. And have an
1: only that that's what that's what I mean, K. Yeah. So when I talk to the rappers and I talk to the hip hop industry, that's a huge conversation. Yeah, they, they dumbing our whole community down and they lying. Mm-hmm. They are lying. I I'm i my, my father taught me something, man. He told me, he said, Will these men that walk around with all these tattoos on their face, they wanna look gangster, through all this, them the same ones in prison playing with boys.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But then they come out here in the streets and they lead another young woman child down to through destruction. Right. Because you, when you was a, a so called gangster, uh, uh, you ain't make no name for yourself. So now you're gonna use these kids to make a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. And no man, I believe, should be punished by death. A man that take a young king's to destruction should be punished by death.
0: Yeah, that's one of the worst things that could possibly happen to our community, you know? And yeah. I just see a lot of glorification, you know, rappers. Like, it, it's, it's even hard for me to, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it's hard for me to take the new J. Cole and uh, Dr- uh, Dirk song series. You know, because, like, my kids were singing that song, you know, because of the the chorus. Like, my kids love it. But then I'm like, could I have them listen to the rest of the album? No. No, not at all. You know, so it's like, it's a it's a crazy manipulation. Like, okay, I'm going to get the kids in. They're going to be like, why well, I want to hear that Dirk song. Then that's that one song. Then for the rest of the album, it's... Gun them up, do this, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but you know, you call, you, you, you call a spade a spade. You yeah. gotta know, you gotta know who you're dealing with. A person, yeah. my coach had a saying, he was like, Will, you are who you are, brother. Mm-hmm. When a certain age come, you are who you are. You stuck in your ways. Yeah. So to have any type of change past the age of 25, 30, mm-hmm. it's a miracle. There ain't nobody but God working on you. Yeah. But what I like to do with my son, man, I don't, I don't, I don't play that for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, I don't turn that on for my children. That's not something that I'm, I'm into. I, 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 I got a lot of speakers that I like to listen to on a daily. One of them, um, the Honorable uh, Louis Farrakhan. Um, a lot of Marcus Garvey speeches. A lot of Bob Marley speeches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, 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 Earl Nightingale. Oh yeah. I love uh, Miles Monroe is one of my absolute favorites.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, in my opinion, he's one of the de- I believe he's one of the greatest Christmas speakers I ever seen in my life. You know, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, uh, you know, a, a, a plethora of, of other great speakers. A lot of these other people are just repeating other people's information.
3: Yeah.
1: Dressing like other great former leaders, and they carbon copies, you know, dressing up like they Malcolm X and they soldiers, but won't bust a grape in a fruit, fruit fight, <laughs> won't go to war with nothing. You can look at them, you know yeah. what I mean? And I tell everybody that, it don't mean, I don't mean no disrespect when I tell you this, I can smell and see a chihuahua dressed in a pit bull uniform any day.
0: Yeah, I ain't gonna say no names, but I know, you I get what you're saying. <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about, you know, and that, and that kind of, That hits me, you know, because it's like you're a false representation. Yeah, it's all fake. We see what you're doing it for. You're doing it for notoriety, fame, popularity, and probably women. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: and you you, (laughs) you gotta understand, like you know, a lot of these cats. They don't. It's so it's so sad that the pain that we went through growing up in the trenches. Now you got people pretending like they come from that. Yeah. You know, to get ahead. And it's so crazy that that pain we went through now is looked at as a great thing,
3: mm-hmm.
1: as a badge of honor. Yeah. And now that it's a badge of honor, all them people that struggle, all them brothers that struggle, that really came through that, you got cats pretending to live their life using the same gift that they have, but pretending. Yeah. You feel me? Everybody, everybody's pretending. You look at, like, you know, they asked me my opinion on, um, you know... Uh, all that uh the, the black movements to invest in uh, you all ain't investing in nothing. I look at, you know, like even like go to the, talk about earn your leisure. Um that's a great platform for black people to build well, but you ain't, ain't that on money. None of that money go back into nothing. Mm-hmm. It's no schools being built. It's no, it's no nothing. Like that's how how many times black people gonna do the same thing. You get excited over you get excited over things that's not doing anything. Right. That's the reason why, I, I, and, I, and I'm not saying I'm the one that's supposed to lead the pack of the financial literacy world, I, I never will say that. Mm-hmm. But one thing I do know, if I get a black dollar, and I fluctuate that black dollar mm-hmm. within my with my black people, and I know my black people got the spending power over $3 trillion, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it in the community. I saw uh, the story of Tulsa. People are always talking about Tulsa, but they don't know the story of Tulsa. Mm-hmm. They kicked those black people out and sent them to an area where the Indians was at. Mm-hmm. But the Indians loved us. They, they didn't hate us. They had love for us. They know where we are, brothers and sisters. Right. So, them people went over there and said, hey, we're going to spend our money right here. Don't folks that kicked us out, we're going to spend our money right here. And they started to build a lucrative city, mm-hmm. a beautiful city, and they crushed it. All these fake recreations of Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. Ain't, there ain't no Black Wall Street. The only way you can have a Black Wall Street is those dollar states in between these black walls. Right. And that's the thing. Our rappers are used to keep our people minds from liking and buying black. Mm-hmm. That's why those Europeans pay them to put the Ameri and, and, and all their brands on. Yeah, The brands that's built on the blood of black people. Mm-hmm. They pay you to put that on, but you won't go buy John Sweater, that's a black man, right. that got the same material from Gucci, but you won't pay Gucci $500, $3,000, $4,000, and you won't get him $120. Mm. Who taught you to hate yourself? That's what X meant. Yeah. Who taught you to hate yourself? If you had a car, if you had a, 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 a twin, if you had a, a hologram pop up with you on it. You wouldn't even buy from yourself. <laughs> you wouldn't even buy from yourself because yeah. you hate your you hate your brother and your your sister so much. You look at that black man like somebody you hated on your block. Mm-hmm. You look at us all the same, but we ain't all the same.
0: Right?
1: Some of us got morals and integrity and stand on our word.
0: Like you said, it's a five percent. It's a few. Yeah, like a needle in a haystack, but they out there. They out there. You know, growing up in LA, we you know, just grew up with so much animosity towards other black men because we didn't know what they were capable of. Mm-hmm. Like, you might walk down the street, I see, and I'm on guard, automatic. Like, he might be trying to kill you. He might be trying to beat you up, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's, that has been embedded in our communities. And, you know, it, it comes to us leading by example of doing good business and being good people in order for it to stop.
1: This, 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 you know, you got to ask the question. Mm-hmm. This question. What are we fighting each other for? That's the question. Right. What are we fighting each other for? And I got the answer. Nothing.
3: <laughs> nothing at all.
1: We born with nothing. Mm-hmm. Came to the world, to the world with nothing. Mm-hmm. And we fighting for nothing. Right. If we're gonna fight, let's fight for something that's gonna change our family life. Mm-hmm. But you fighting for nothing. You, 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 these men are glorifying gangsters, glorifying tearing our streets up, tearing our blocks up. And the whole time, these ain't nothing but scorn little boys yep. running around with anger that they don't know how to deal with. Mm-hmm. And if you could just change that, if you can spend that time operating and that's what we need. They talk about all this fighting. No, we need therapists. We need a coalition of black therapists that is making a conscious decision to go out throughout the projects, go into these homes, speak to these families, heal relationships, heal the relationships with fathers and sons, heal the relationships between mothers and daughters, daughters and fathers, Mm -hmm. sons and mothers. Mm -hmm. We need therapy. We need to talk about the things that hurt us. We need to talk about the pain. Because if we do not do this, we are going to have a race of babies that truly hate each other even more than we hate each other today. Mm -hmm. It's happening in front of our eyes. You will walk past a white person and say, excuse me, sir. Walk past a black man and say "move, nigga."
3: That's a self-hate. That's a
1: sickness. Yeah, that's a disease, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's a disease that you can't get away with just no speech.
3: Right.
1: It's called therapy. Yeah. Because if I can, I, I can I can look through a black man and tell if that man want to kill himself. Can look at a man. He can be smiling as big as day, and I can tell when he's hurting because the eyes is the chamber to the soul. Yeah. The eyes is the chamber to the soul. Mm-hmm. If the eyes don't match the smile, the smile is not real. If you do your study on facial expressions and body language, if the eyes don't squint, the laugh is fake. All right. <laughs> yeah. Feel me. Yeah. So when you able to recognize that, and then you get in the room and you speak to these people, and then it, it be like, oh my God, he's like, he talking straight to me. Yeah. No, because I am you, King. Mm-hmm. That's why I know exactly what the hell you feeling.
0: You're all a reflection of each other. I
1: ain't God, boy. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. I just know exactly what you going through, dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm just here to tell you, you ain't alone. That's it. Yeah. I'm Not- a reminder. I ain't no damn prophet. I'm a reminder of the greatness that, uh, the greatness that's in you. When I speak and create these speeches, got a platinum spoken word album. Just finished my new album yesterday. Whole company flew in from Canada. The Los Angeles to finish this album.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know what I'm talking about. I know that when I go in that booth and I create these words and messages, I know that that's God speaking through me and I know that ain't me.
0: Look at yourself as a vessel.
1: That's all I am. Yeah. And that's all I am. My job is to get up and keep that vessel clean. Mm -hmm. My job is to keep it prepared.
0: Do you feel like it was just written? Like you came into this family and you became who you are and that like nobody could say anything about you when you say I came from the bottom. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like nobody could question that based off of what you've been through. And that being like one of the key sayings to your movement brings like so much more validity. You know, cause like, like you said, some people are like, oh, well, you you know, you're trying to be like somebody else or try to adopt a struggle. But when I listened to yours, I was like, damn, I don't know how much worse it could possibly get.
1: And the thing about <laughs> it, the thing about it is King, like I'm I'm being myself. Mm-hmm. It's a reason why people love my work. Man, there's people in the world that know me. They they knew of me. Right. And they be like, ain't no way this nigga no motivational speaker. Mm. They be like this. He supposed to be a heroin dealer,
3: right? He
1: supposed to be a drug addict, a drug dealer, a hitman, mm-hmm. a murderer. Mm-hmm. But I became an international speaker. You know, before my pops passed away, my pops was murdered this past Christmas Day, and I flew to Michigan to set in and have a conversation. When I got an Airbnb, bought dinner, we had we just laughed and had a great time. He was the greatest version of father i ever seen in my life. He had just finished doing eight years in the penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Man, when I was sitting in that house, King, my dad said something to me, and it was the greatest thing he ever said to me. He said, Will, in our city we had murderers. We had drug dealers. We had scammers. We had con men. But we ain't never had no motivational speaker. And when he said that, he looked at me, and he said, I'm proud of you, son. First time my father ever said he was proud of me. And God took him away from me. Christmas Day. Eleven days before, eleven days after my son was born. Mm. If my son wasn't born king, I wouldn't be sitting here with you, bro.
3: Why do you say that? I was, it was over with. Oh, he was about to, yeah.
1: Feel me? Yeah. I, bro, I've been through everything, bro. Mm-hmm. I buried my mama to her heroin those. phone from her ass, phone from her mouth in the crack house, that's when she died. My father stabbed up, left for dead. Mm-hmm. I tell people, dog, you don't know the fucking pain right. that I've been through, bro. That's why my motivation, that's why you can't make another me. Because to make another me, you gotta go through some shit, boy. Yeah.
0: And how did you turn your pain into purpose?
1: I ain't had no choice. My life was on the line. Mm -hmm. It was like an eagle. When the baby, when the mama throws the eagle from the nest, Mm -hmm. fly or die, that's what happened. We'll fly or die. That's what God told me. We'll fly or die. And I flew. And and, and when I flew, I was a bird when I flew. Mm -hmm. 20 miles down that, around the mountains. I was an eagle, oh. and now I'm fighting to be an angel.
0: Steady progress. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that, man. Wow, this is this is deep. This is deep, and also um, another question I want to ask you. So, what's keeping you? Like say, like what but for you to be authentic and not be a clown, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what's keeping you from? Well, no, what's keeping you like going in the world where like you just have to do all of these unnecessary things to either become popular or to become like somebody, you know? So, what's like keeping you afloat?
1: Like, honestly, man, my my God gift, my 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 naturally, my natural God's gift.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. is helping me not have to compromise or be a clown. Um, I realized this, that we all are special and we all got an amazing gift. The only thing is, is that most people spend their whole life in the hands of ungrateful people
2: Mm -hmm.
1: where the smart ones move and put it in grateful hands. So I can never conform to what's going on and changing for them. I understand that those are the hands of the ungrateful. Mm-hmm. So I just take my my gift to the grateful. And When you put your hands in the grateful, you'll never question your life or what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Because the grateful is going to make sure to let you know that you're in the right direction, brother. Yeah. You're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I tell people, when people show me love and gratitude for what I'm doing. I'm like, you have no idea how much this is keeping me afloat. <laughs> like you have, you have, you do not understand. And I get it every day and I'm like, every day is needed cause it's hard. It you know, is, it's hard man. to keep going, It is, especially when you taking care of a family, you it know? Is. And then it's even hard to believe yourself and see yourself being in a height where you can't even, you know, you never even imagined it, you know? That's right. Yeah.
1: And I appreciate, man, me, you know, Mental health is a real big deal in the world for us, bro. Yeah. And I know we go through it every day. We want to give up on life. We want to stop fighting. One of the main reasons, one of the biggest problems in America is the devalue of, they say, the woman, the black man, the man that work every day, but for some strange reason, he ain't thanked every day. Mm -hmm. Um, For some strange reason, he ain't told that he is amazing or that he's a blessing. This family or this home or this place, I'm blessed to have a wife that that does that, you know. And I I, I real I really believe that the black woman is God, mm-hmm. you know. Only in the womb of a woman can a man breathe underwater, bro. That's yeah. the closest thing to God, bro. Yeah. And once once a man understand the power of a woman, and the power of where she can take you, not by physically taking you, but by giving you the inspiration
2: mm-hmm.
1: to keep going. The best example I can give is like, when you went to this pool for the first time as a kid, right? And when you went to that pool, you was afraid to jump in, but when you heard your mama's voice, you jumped in, because you know my mama ain't about to let me drown. Right. So that's life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With a woman. A real queen. Mm-hmm. You are ready as a man to jump in the ocean of life and know.
0: Yeah, that's the power of belief. <laughs> she ain't gonna let me drown, right. and
1: I promise you, when that man look back and see that queen, he gonna go a little harder to bring back that, that that meal, man. Mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, I feel like I have a, uh, a saying where a man doesn't become a man until he has to take care of a family. That's a fact. You know, I'm a king. Big... That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big proponent of that because I've seen some of my friends, you know, because I I had my first shot at 27, and I have friends now that's just like just now having kids. Mm. And I can see a shift in their mentality. Yes. Like, you become more selfless. Like, it's not about you.
1: Yes, bro. You know? Every move. How you calculate the move? Every dollar you're spending now, you're looking at it. And even when you dressing. Yeah. You know, when you're younger, we like get all the top J's, the clothes. You know, when you really become embedded as a parent, mm-hmm. you thinking about... And that's one thing I can say about my wife. Man, I, I give my wife money to go shopping probably every month, every other month. Depending on what's going on, that woman will take that money and go buy clothes for my baby. Mm-hmm. And you want to know the de- what a great mama is? That's the sign of a great mama. Yeah, where you got to dig near bring the gift to her if you <laughs> want her to have something yeah. for herself. And uh, yeah, shout out to my wife Sharita Hollis Queen Hollis, man, I love her. That that that's a, uh, that's who say that's who that's who helped King Hollis be. Um, who I am right now today mm-hmm. you know by burying my father I ain't want to speak no more I want to get revenge but my wife she sat down in that dark pit with me you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: It's that pit I got so dark where I was looking the devil in his face with all this motivation in the world I've already given yeah. ready to give it all up And my wife said you an eagle, you almost an angel, baby.
0: That's a hell of a test, bro.
1: And I and I and I kept going.
0: Yeah,
1: and I and I kept going. And my wife, my wife, my wife saved my life. My son and my wife saved my life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, something more. to King live. Hollis,
1: baby, With, uh, King William Hollis. My name is William Hollis. I named him King William Hollis. That's how, <laughs> that's so, how it's supposed to be. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, man, that's a beautiful thing, brother. Yeah, because. Yep, it's good to know that you are at least vulnerable enough to tell us that you've actually went through a dark time like that mm. where you wanted to get revenge and recently, almost like give up your freedom. It was recently. Bro. Yeah, and I feel like we need more people to speak up about their real trials and what they're mm-hmm. going through even while they are successful. Because a lot of times, man, like I have an uncle that's a celebrity that's rich and, you know, we talk all the time and I'm like, I wonder if people know what what he really goes through. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're still human beings. We still have doubts. We still have, you know, anxiety and things that we have to deal with.
1: That's why I said that quote, King. You cannot be great if you cannot operate in chaos. Yeah. Many people think about the problem Mm -hmm. and not the solution.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I said, somebody can blow my car up. I'm going to go have some sushi with my wife. Think about the solution right, and not the problem. Right. That whole quote is my entire DNA. Mm-hmm. When you see a problem, fuck your problem. I got a solution. Right. And when you learn to be solution-based, your life will become amazing. Because we say it all the time, bro. Mm-hmm. Bro, chill out, you can't change it. Right. <laughs> right. So that split time you spending worried about something you can't change is taken away from the solution yep. and the time you can put towards changing it.
0: Yeah. You know, actually I deal with my problems on my own because I just don't like people harping and talking about the, the problem too much. Yeah, I'd rather just be to. secluded and be like, "Look, man, I'll figure it out." What? I'm like, "Hey, look, no, chill. you No know, like, <laughs> it really it, it gets to me, especially when people bring up the past and this, right. that, that. Right. I'm like, "Hey, man, look, what, what can we do now?" Yeah, it's over. Yeah, let's just figure it out, yeah. move on. And
1: that's what and that's why people so stuck in their dreams, bro. Yeah. They 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 they, they haven't Napoleon Hill got this uh this story where he talks about soldiers attacking this island. And it's a story called Burn the Ships of the Past. Mm-hmm. So what happened was these soldiers was attacking the island. Yeah. They attacked the island, uh, get there, and realize there's more soldiers on this island that can whoop their ass.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and when this, the general looked back at the soldiers, he looked at the soldiers and said they scared. Right. So this is what he did. He sent one of his other generals to burn the ship that they came in on. Mm-hmm. So he said, the only way you could, you, y'all going to leave off this island is if you fight. Right. You had no choice. When they looked back and saw that burning shit, they had no choice but to fight for their future. Mm-hmm. And that's what people don't understand. They are depending on that boat. Right. They depending on that boat. But us in the trenches,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's on fire, bro. Right. So we got no choice but to fight. Yeah. And that's what I need to tell people. Mm -hmm. You have no choice but to fight. And the only way you're going to continue and get through that fight is if you burn the ships of the past. Right. Let that motherfucker turn into ashes. Right. Rip the rearview mirror out and focus on what's ahead, bro. Mm -hmm. Stay in your lane Mm -hmm. and focus on what's ahead.
0: Yeah.
3: In your life,
1: you'll start to see things happen. Amazing things.
0: Yeah, because I, I used to reflect on the past to, like, get me angry or remind myself of something that happened to me, like a form of abuse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, But now I reflect on the past, and I'm like, wow, look at how far I've came. hmm You know, look at where I was at and where I'm at now. That's so there's right. a way to appreciate it yeah. instead of just, like, reflecting, getting pissed off, because I've had a lot of friends that, Went through, you know, uh, unfavorable situations, mm-hmm. and when they talk about it, they talk about it as if they're like right back in it, and they get like angry at the time. I'm sure you, you know, you heard somebody tell you a story mm-hmm. about something that happened, yeah. And then they're talking as if it's like going on right now. It's, and,
1: a, it's a trauma, man. Yeah. Like I told you, everybody walking around here like a game of Operation that ain't been opened up yet, and mm-hmm. all the bones is still inside. Right. You got to you got to take time to heal, man. And that's why I said therapy, man. Like, shout out to all the black therapists in the world, man. They don't get a lot of attention, they don't get a lot of praise, but I appreciate you all. Um, you know, for doing what you do. And I feel like our community and the people in our community really need um Yeah. They really need therapy. And that's I I'm, I'm, I said it multiple times on this thing. If you're a man and you think you don't need therapy, it's not true. Yeah. It will it will really help you get control of who you are and understand. Like a lot of people don't know, it might be a person out here that people say he got a bad attitude. But what if I told you that attitude is not his; it's his mother's? Mm. Yep. He watched his mama do that all his life. Yep. That guy that they say, "Hey, all he do is scream." That's all he heard in his household. That's yep. how he communicate.
0: Yep crazy because once you take yourself out of those situations you start to look around and be like wow this shit is not normal at all that's a fact you know a lot of stuff that i thought was normal i got inside like different households i'm like what hold on i didn't even know people did stuff like this so i feel like and i heard you talk about you know you leaving detroit and coming to la and being in marina del rey and you're seeing how like different people operate and that was a shock to you Mm -hmm. but if we don't get outside of our circle of influence you know whatever it may be, like me, I traveled all all around the world just to be around different people just to see what stuff is like, that's what it is, so when I was in Dubai, I saw a yacht, and it was you know a, a hum like millions of dollars, mm-hmm. right and they said that's the king's yacht, and I was like, if I call myself a king, I need to have something like that. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to really like to live it, you know what I'm saying, so it's like you know I encourage a lot of us and a lot of our people to go out be around different people, be around different cultures, because you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes we don't know that we're in a funk because we're just used to the funk. Yes, You know? Yes. And it's hard for us to say, to look at somebody, and you could be like, wow, you grew up with your mom and dad, but, you, you know, they're not understanding that, you know, I'm dealing with some stuff that my dad went through that my grandmother went through, that my great-grandmother went through, and it just all is passed down. That's crazy. You know, my grandmother told me a story of what happened to our family. You know, one of my great-grandmothers came from a reservation, married a man that could pass for white. Um, He was abusive, put her in a home, you know, had children not being raised by her. And, you know, it's just cycles that kept getting passed down, you know. But then it took my grandmother to talk to me about it and actually, like, let me know, okay, this is the root cause of what's going on. And I encourage a lot of our people to stop sweeping stuff under the rug be vulnerable speak speak out you know and let let each other know like what's going on like what's really going on cuz I was depressed my whole teenage years and I didn't even know that I was
1: depressed and that's why I'm bringing that's why I'm bringing the, uh, the darkest hour tour man to cities all over America where I'm gonna sit down and have you know, I'm gonna give speeches, mental health speeches to some of my brothers mm-hmm. and we're gonna sit in the room, we're gonna talk about our traumas together. Yeah. You know, it ain't gonna be about a speaker on the stage, it's gonna be about brothers talking about some of their worst traumas and other brothers sharing some of the things that they did to get past their traumas. Yeah. I think that's the problem. A lot of us brothers, we, we hide our traumas and not realizing that every pain that we go through is just to help another individual. Yeah. And when we hold on to that and don't give it to our brothers or afraid to show our weakness, Um, you basically are 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 doing your brothers a disjustice by not showing the example of how to keep going. Yeah. So you know that's why I tell everybody when you struggling, you in pain, it's just for a moment. But the main purpose for that pain is for you to help somebody else, right? So it's not that whatever pain that you have is never was for you. Right. It's always to help somebody
0: else. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's amazing, man. Because like now I feel like I'm at the age where I'm learning so much more about my friends that I grew up with that they never told me growing up. And I'm just like, damn, I didn't even know you went through all of that. Exactly. You know, but it's helping me grow and it's helping them grow when we talk more about it. Absolutely. Because no kid really wants to talk about their troubles or what they've been through growing up with other kids because they can hold that against you. yes, You know, and I yes. feel like that's probably one of the main reasons why we don't share stuff is because somebody it's able to throw it in your face, you know? And I had a guest, uh, Jordan uh, Branford, a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah. He you know, he's a white guy. Yeah. And he just admitted that he got molested by a man, you know? And I'm just like, how many of us probably were wow. that just keep that, you know, keep that to ourselves and don't want to tell anybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they possibly are not healing and they're just, you know, in a troubled mindset Wow. for that's years to come, you know what I'm a, saying? That's a,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's insane. But man, um, I, I believe that uh mental health is, is, is definitely a conversation. I believe that mental health, in my opinion, in our community is way more important than financial literacy. I like I, I love financial literacy, but mental health is more important. If you get that mental health together, financial literacy can come pretty easy in my opinion. Um, but if you a broken individual in pain with money, um, you, 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 money, and the money's in the wrong hands. Yeah, uh, because you're spending money on not only to look impressive, but you're spending money for your health, your mental health. You're spending money just to feel good for a moment, or feel like a star for a moment. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I, I my mentality is mental health first, financial second. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Yeah, and then closing, um, I have to ask you this question. So when it's all said and done, when you're about to go be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. What would you want to leave behind in the world? Like, what would you want to be known for?
1: I want to be known for that, that Project Kid that showed the world that if you work for God, your promotions will be everlasting.
2: Mm.
0: Man, that's, yeah, that's deep. When you want to be with the people that don't have that are looked at as. I like want the, the people at
1: the bottom. Yeah, bro. I want the people at the bottom. I yeah. want the people that nobody look at, nobody care about. That brother that think he ain't got no talent.
0: Yeah, because that you know? brother was you once upon a time.
1: Absolutely, so. and I can't even. I've always had to. I've always been popular. Always been a, a baller. I was a great linebacker. I did all that. Mm-hmm. Can't lie, I was a stud. I've always been a stud. But I, 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 I can say that. I was that guy that sat down in the cafeteria with the kid that might not have been that popular, and I made him my friend. Mm.
2: That
1: was just off the strength of myself. Mm -hmm. That was just what I always had in my heart. I always loved my brothers. Feel me? Yeah. Always loved being there for people who weren't strong enough to fight for themselves. That's my, that's a passion of mine. That's a warrior right there. Yes,
0: sir. Yeah, man. So I appreciate you for coming, man. Absolutely. You know, thank you man, for being a part you, of
1: this. It's truly an honor, man. Likewise, brother. Yes. This is William King Hollis, man, and you rocking with militant grind. The most honorable.